0: Yeah. I'm a fucking professional comedian.
1: Yeah. What's up, everybody? How you doing? You're a stand up on the spot right now. Let's get it started.
2: Where are we at? You want a fucking box, bitch? I got two stone
3: today, so this is going to be really fun.
4: I don't need you guys for fucking topics at all.
3: And then he was like, then you got to come in your own mouth. And I was like, all right, if it works, it works. Fuck yeah.
1: Another one coming in hot from at DJ McRae on Twitch. You can catch him spinning live on Twitch most nights of the week. Guys, I listened. It's here. The episode of Stand Up On The Spot that you've been waiting for. Moshe Kesher, Tony Hinchcliffe, Marilyn Rice Cub, Brian Redband, Andrew Santino, Ryan Sickler, and your boy, Jeremiah Watkins, all doing Stand Up On The Spot. Yeah few things I want to go over with you guys, just for your, your listening pleasure, just keep you uh, in the loop. Uh, the audience was not miked on this show, so uh, if you hear little titters of laughter, the audience was just not mic'd properly. This is a new thing, uh, me recording live podcast. It's a different animal than uh, obviously recording uh, completely under my control. I'm running around doing a lot of things, kind of just hoping that the uh, recording Came out good, so that's uh, that's what's up. And uh, there's not gonna be video on this one. I tried to shoot some video, and it was just kind of a mess. It was really blown out, and uh, the tripod got kicked like halfway through the show. It was a mess, but I'll post the audio on YouTube if that's where you would rather listen to it. I'm in Connecticut right now, guys. Yeah, just had a uh, fun weekend of shows with. Tony the Golden Pony, Hinchcliffe, who you will hear later in this episode. But, man, we had a good time. We are out at uh, Mohegan Sun and whew, had some surf and turf. He always uh, feeds me very well whenever we, uh, whenever we go on these trips. Uh, so we had some some steak and freaking crab legs. Wow. Unbelievable. And uh, I tried Pepe's Pizza. Somebody from Connecticut told me it was some of the best in the U.S. It was pretty good. Pretty solid pizza. That's what I'm going to say about Pepe's. I think that there's better pizza out there in Connecticut from what I've heard when uh, some fellow Connecticut friends uh, were out there. Shout out to Chantal and the, and the crew that came out. Uh, but I also hung out with uh, gauge Tiarina T-Arena, at gauge Tiarina T-Arena on Instagram and Twitter if you want to follow him. He's my buddy who has been killing it editing on the audio and the video of this show lately. So I want to thank him, and it was cool. I got a, a chance to actually uh, sit down with him, eat, talk shop, comedy. It was great. And that was the night, uh, one of the nights uh, I did the hat trick at the comedy store. I did that earlier in the week. It's always magical whenever I can do all three rooms in one night at the comedy store. And it just feels like, man, it's just special every freaking time. And the Legion of Skanks were actually in town. Big J Okerson, Louis J. Gomez, and Dave Smith. There was some drama with Kurt Metzger. You should look up that podcast <laughs> that they did of the live episode of legion of skanks it got pretty crazy in the belly room and i also saw a star is born with my wife and her parents last weekend and that movie is actually really good but it is freaking sad and real but i was pretty impressed with bradley cooper's performance once again good uh good stuff and lady gaga i mean i mean that girl can freaking sing she can sing her throat out you know what i'm saying I want to thank the sponsors of this show, Speedweed at Speedweed on Twitter. Hit up Gino for that sticky, sticky, icky, icky, blue, blue, good girls. If you want to get high and you want to feel nice, hit up Gino. Or if you want to feel good in a different way, go to Bronxborn Pizza in Bend, Oregon huh <laughs> if you don't do drugs do pizza that's what i tell the kids on the streets <laughs> don't do drugs do pizza but if you do do drugs go to Speedweed. <laughs> all right perfect gray block is uh you know the sister company to bronx pizza that's in santa monica so go there and get some pizza hitta, as my pal theo von says they sponsor his podcast Email your boy, Jeremiah Watkins at gmail.com, y-o-u-r, boy, Jeremiah Watkins at gmail.com. If you'd like to sponsor the show, I'm always looking for new sponsors. Or you can go to jeremiahwonders.com to support the show. There's a PayPal donation button there. If you can't do that, head over to iTunes and leave a five-star review. That helps me out a lot. This week, Trey Fergus made a donation at jeremiahwonders.com. Thank you so much, man. I really appreciate it. You guys supporting the show helps me more than you know, and it helps keep the show going, so I really appreciate it want to give you guys an update on the kindness challenge. Yes. Every week I challenge you guys, the audience, and myself to do something nice with the kindness of your heart for somebody who you may know or a stranger. It can be something little, can be something big, as long as you're putting positivity and kindness out into the universe. It doesn't matter what it is. Very cool update that I've been uh, waiting to share with you guys. I've teamed up with a nonprofit in Italy called Rotoract Club Alghero. That's at Rotoract underscore club underscore algaro on instagram and i'll be uh reposting their stuff if you want to follow them from my instagram at jeremiah stand up follow them though this week they posted four quick kindness challenge posts and i and i'll just uh run through these very quick they posted little pictures with them like kind of meme format it was really cool it, like made me feel really good about that you know this is going other places even than the u.s is going to other countries it's pretty cool one, uh, the first one, we bought Signora Nicoletta a phone to let her be in contact with her relatives who live very far from her, that was from Barry at the uh, Rotary Club on my way to the station I saw a man with a lot of papers and one of them fell, at first I went on but I thought it could be something important I came back and gave the man the piece of paper he was so happy and told me it was a really important paper, Sonia N I found a wallet on the sidewalk and also I had an important appointment I went to the police station hoping they could find the owner julia i lent my phone charger to a girl i didn't know during a break at university samra these are all things that they they reposted on their instagram and like i said it can be something little like that as long as you are contributing kindness to other people and it just makes me feel really good that uh this kindness challenge is spreading to other places and i implore you guys to challenge other people to follow along with this and keep me updated every week i love Hearing your kindness challenge letters, keep sending those to your boy Jeremiah Watkins at gmail.com. You can also send me original music there, and uh, we're gonna get into this episode very quickly, guys. Uh, just a lot of uh, an- quick announcements to bust through. Upcoming tour dates. Um, hold off for the moment on buying tickets for Reno and New York. I'm on hold for something that I might be taping in LA, and I'll keep you guys updated as soon as possible so you can get t- t- tickets if I'm still coming out that way but go to jeremiahwatkins.tv slash tour for all of my tour dates or check out my Instagram profile at Standup. I'm working on a t-shirt right now I haven't put out a t-shirt in a while guys and I'm gonna give you a hint Well, I'll just tell you what it is it's a cat like, t-shirt it's a very nice t-shirt that you might want to steal before the holidays Cat like. so that's very exciting I'll keep you guys updated but that should be up uh, within a cu- couple weeks So I'll keep you posted Before we get into this episode I want to thank my buddy Brian Woods Who's been helping me produce this show Stand Up On The Spot for over six years around Los Angeles uh, We did Stand Up On The Spot with Eric Andre On the east side of LA, downtown, earlier in the week And I'll keep you guys posted on um, If I do more shows with Eric Andre uh, And uh, it, in a different venue and capacity We did it downtown at a place called the Moroccan Lounge And it's very cool and just in general, guys, thank you for the support. I'll try to record these stand-up-on-the-spot episodes as often as I can, but please just know that unless I specifically say I'm recording the episode, most of the live shows will just remain live and not recorded. They're very hard for me to get permission of all the comics to agree for their sets to go up, so just know that this is a very special thing that's being captured and recorded whenever I do put them up, and a lot of work and uh, effort went into getting everybody to agree to it. Cool? uh this episode that you're about to listen to uh, comes live from the belly room of the comedy store with some of my favorite comics who've done the show over the years without further ado i'd like you to please welcome this very special live podcast recording of stand up on the spot to jeremiah wonders welcome to stand up on the spot who's ready to start the show Yeah, what's up, everybody? I'm your host, Jeremiah Watkins. Give it up for Coach T one more time in the back, working hard on the ones and twos. All right, by round of applause, who has never seen this show before? Make some noise. Awesome. And those of you coming back to check the show out? Yeah. A lot of repeat customers in the house. I like that. A lot of one and donners that did not come back. That's cool. That's cool, y'all. I dig that as well. (laughs) Let me explain how this show works, all right? We, the comedians, are coming up here with no prepared material, okay? We're going to ask you guys, the audience, for suggestions. You're going to yell stuff out, and then we have to create stand-up on the spot based off of what you yell out. So you guys are the co-star of this show, all right? So it's important that you yell out good topics, all right? Some topics that, you know generally don't work, you know, stuff like abortion, rape, traffic, you know? I consider that all in the same genre of uh, bad suggestion. <laughs> L.A. traffic, ah, oh, that's the worst. <laughs> so, uh, but you guys are gonna yell out great suggestions because I believe in you, okay? We're gonna work together and we're gonna create some comedy gold. Sometimes you watch a show, you're like, how are these comedians coming up with this right off the top of their heads? And then other times you're like, this is a train wreck. What am I watching right now? <laughs> So it's a great mix. Uh, I have some of my favorite comedians uh, in LA on this lineup tonight. I'm very excited to share them with you. I'm going to do a set for you guys right now. Let's kick it off. What do you say, guys? Let's get some energy in the room. Let's have some fun. Got a great night ahead of you. Could I get a suggestion to start this thing off? Saturday morning cartoons. Now, this guy, he comes to every show, guys. (laughs) He's very eager with his suggestions. I'm going to, uh, Saturday morning cartoons, I might come back to, but uh, we're going to share the wealth, buddy. <laughs> Heck yeah. Yeah, we lingered a little bit. That's okay. <laughs> you, my friend, you look like uh, my reflection in bong water. How are you doing tonight? You <laughs> look very good. <laughs> you look like if I decided to go uh, pro-BMX with my life instead of comedy. It's a good. It's a good look. It's a good look. I like it. <laughs> Uh, Do you have a suggestion for uh, us? (laughs) Uh, Morning beer. Morning beer? Uh, That's called alcoholism. (laughs) Morning beer. (laughs) Next suggestion. Thank you so much. (laughs) Anybody that's like, I'm just going to crack open a morning beer. You have a problem? Get some help maybe, perhaps. (laughs) And then because those are the same people that like have nicknames, they have cute little nicknames for all the other times that they drink during the day. You know, it's just a... It's a morning cocktail, you know, it's just like a, <laughs> a mid-afternoon snack, you know, <laughs> uh, doing that. Next suggestion. <laughs> Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Uh, we all saw the clip um, of him smoking weed, uh, you know? Uh, I think it's funny that there's people out there that, like, his stock fell because of that. <laughs> I think that that's funny that he went... And he was just expecting, like, uh, you know, it's like, yeah, it won't be that big of a deal. And then, like, stock goes way down because there's people out there that are still, like, weed is bad. Don't do that. And it, it feels like a very, like, I don't smoke personally, but I'm also, like, I don't shame people who do smoke. I think that's the weirdest thing to, to be, like, you know what? I don't do it, so that means that you can't have any fun either, all right? Just because I'm set in my ways doesn't mean that you get to experiment and, and have all the fun. Nope, we're the United States of America. We are free, but to a certain extent, we like our freedom, okay? We don't want to be free completely and running wild like savages across the board. We want some controlled freedom. Is that okay? Cool. I feel like that should be doing really well in this room right now. You know. <laughs> Uh, So far the energy is about here we're gonna keep building guys. I believe in you. It's okay You know (laughs) some of you are very reserved right now. I feel like I'm performing in a little bit of a morgue right now That's okay. I saw a dead woman in the back just watching the show just (laughs) So, you know, we're working on this together. It's great. Could I get another suggestion? Was that? Senior citizens citizens. You said that sir like you were dying while saying senior citizens (laughs) He was literally like, Senior citizen. <laughs> yes, guys, I'm a professional comedian. I know how to pratfall. It's okay. I'm good. People were like, Oh my God! Ah, I do this every day. <laughs> He's like, mid heart attack, Senior. <laughs> uh, senior citizens. Uh, hmm. You know what? I don't. Uh, I don't want to make it to being a senior citizen. I know it's dark, you know, but I'm like, go out in your prime. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Do you want to be remembered as I was evil Knievel. <laughs> it's like, oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> no, thank you. Die in an explosion or something, that's great, you know? (laughs) Die doing what you love. (laughs) Next suggestion, man, I skated real close to that dark edge but I got myself out of it. You're pretty impressed, aren't you? Next suggestion. (laughs) That is the voice of a woman who's never been to a real barbecue before. (laughs) Barbecue. You know, like the vegan thing that people do on weekends together? No, I went to an L.A. barbecue recently, and I was infuriated. There was no meat there. There was literally just alcohol and people hanging out in front of a grill that was never lit. I was like, it's an L.A. barbecue. I'm like, "This." I'm from Kansas City, okay? We have beef, we have ribs, we have dead animals everywhere, and it is delicious. Okay? <laughs> An LA barbecue is so weak, it's just like, all right, we're gonna get a little bit drunk, we're gonna have a little bit of a conversation, and you know what? There might be chips there. <laughs> what? We're gonna get wild, are you serious? Oh, it's gonna be so good. You gotta come to the LA barbecue, yeah. It's so hot and it's so good. I killed that suggestion. Next one, keep them coming, guys. Yoga? Do you think one guy got good enough at yoga to suck his own dick? <laughs> like one guy out there. Like you know, that's we're all chasing the dragon whenever we're t- <laughs> whenever we're doing the yoga classes and stuff like that. We're all chasing that dragon. It's it's more so because like women are like you can't do that and you know, one guy eventually was like, "You know what? I can." And he's just like yeah. <laughs> just like going for it. I enjoy yoga um I'm pretty limber, I'm pretty, uh, pretty flexible, pretty, pretty mobile. Uh, I think that what makes yoga not fun is the other people who take it. <laughs> it's kind of like church, in my opinion, as well. I think there's a lot of good messages with church. I think there's a lot of good messages with religion. It's the people who go to it that make it bad for everybody else. You're like, oh, these people are horrible. <laughs> and everybody is judging me and my old mat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe I got it at Target. Maybe I got it at a yard sale. Maybe my wife's been telling me for the longest time replace your mat. But no, it's comfortable, it's what I know. Last suggestion, then I'll bring up the next comedian. Brett. Berkeley, Brett Kavanaugh. These are great suggestions. <laughs> Uh-huh. You, <laughs> you, you, you. Like, I like that the two of you, you guys, looked at my face and my demeanor and everything that I've been talking about, and you guys are like, he's gonna know a lot about the Brett Kavanaugh case, and he's gonna know a lot about Berkeley. He probably went to Berkeley. This guy's a genius. He was just, he was just talking about sucking his own dick. Like this guy. This guy, I like. I don't know if, like, I think this is called simpatico. What's happening right now? We're all on the same page. We're all on the same energy and wavelength, and it feels good, guys. It feels really good. Brett Kavanaugh, man, he he got in there. Next suggestion. <laughs> That's a, he got in there, guys. Another thing that he got into that he wasn't supposed to get into. (laughs) You guys suggested it, and then I try to make a joke about it, and then this guys judge me like, dude, I don't know, man. If I was in your similar situation, I would have been like, "Uh, I plead the fifth. (laughs) Final suggestion, guys. You guys uh, really like to put... I'm trying to open the show, get energy in the room. You guys are like, Brett Kavanaugh, Bill Cosby, Satan's Taint. I'm like, all right, guys. Let's get some good energy in the room. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Anything else? You got? What about over here? And you guys, feel feel free. You know, Whenever the comedians ask for suggestions, they're coming to you. They're trying to farm some material out of you guys, the audience. So feel comfortable. You're not going to be shamed for your suggestions. Uh, Tinder dates. Tinder dates. Uh, I've gotten that one a lot, actually. I'm a married man. Next suggestion. <laughs> Do I look like a cheater? <laughs> I'm just like, oh, that's just how it is, babe. Uh, <laughs> sorry, uh, don't hate the player, hate the game. You married this. Uh. <laughs> Do I look like that? Do I look like that guy? I feel like I'm more of a jovial boy-next-door type. Anything over here? Was that? Mario Kart. Mario Kart. W- w- what part of the country are you from? Canada, yeah, she says Mario. Did you hear that? That's the best way to find if a foreigner's among you. <laughs> say Mario right now. If you say anything other than Mario, then get out of here. Uh, Maricard, it's a, it's a great game. <laughs> guys, let's start the show. What do you say, guys, huh? Yes! This has the makings of being one of the shows that we've done for stand-up on the spot, guys. It has the makings of that, make some noise for that. The energy level in here is outrageous, guys. If you can calm down, the fire code, the fire marshal is gonna come in at any moment and shut this show down because there's so much of a frenzy of energy going on in here, okay? So let's keep building this, what do you say, guys? We're doing, guys. This is a live podcast recording, so uh, the, the more laughs and the better suggestions you give, the better the show goes out on the internet, huh? Does that sound good, huh? I'm going to be co-hosting the show from the corner over here. Thank you guys so much for coming out. Uh, without further ado, I'm bringing up your next comedian. I absolutely love this guy. You may have seen him on the Joe Rogan Experience. You may have uh, listened to his podcast for years, The Crab Feast. I know I have. I love him. Please welcome my pal and my brother, Ryan Sickler, to the state, everybody. Sickle sale, man. Come on. Come on.
5: I uh, I just want to say, I love that he said, what part of the country are you from? Who was it? And you said Canada. That's our continent. That's a different country. You know what I'm saying? I just thought that was funny in the back. You were like, I'm not from this fucking country. Right? He just assumed you were. Mario, yeah. You could have been Michigan right up there around that border. <laughs> you could have been that little pocket up there. All right. You heard how he said we do it. Let's get it started. Where are we at? The time, the time I almost died as a kid? Is that what you said? I just want to make sure I heard you right. I've got a story for you. I had, did almost die as a kid. I, uh, I was in my early 20s. That's as kid as it gets. And uh, I went down to uh, Ensenada, down in Mexico, Rosarito. And we had gone down in this old CJ7 Jeep. You know the kind you have to turn the hubs, the four-wheel? Remember those kind? It's not some just push-button bullshit. It was a real Jeep. We get some auto insurance from AAA. You have to have Mexican auto insurance because they will not let you rent a car and take it into Mexico, because that shit is not coming back. You know what I mean? (laughs) And we drive down, we go to, our whole goal was to camp, okay? Our whole goal is to go camping. And we get to this first place, it's about sun up. And when we pulled up, it was this big empty parking lot, and like over the hill toward the beach was where all the tents were. But for some reason, right out front in a big ass cage was an orangutan. I don't know why, but we parked the Jeep, and all our shit was sitting out. My two buddies said, we're going to go figure out what's going on. You stay with the Jeep, which meant I stayed with the orangutan, right? By the way, I put a G on the end of that. It's not spelled that way, but I'm going to fucking keep hitting that G, and I'm going to hit it harder now in case it is wrong, since this is a podcast recording. So I'm out front by the Jeep with this orangutan, and... They come back, and they're like, nah, we're not going down there. It looks like Beirut down there, people on top of each other. We're like, okay, and we keep going. And we get these shitty little beach people are coming in and out of our tent. Like, it's just miserable. So the last night we're in Rosarito, we decided we're going to splurge a little bit. We get a hotel. We're going to go into town to party. And the concierge at the front desk said, look, it's 15 bucks. If they charge you any more than that, they're ripping you off. So we were like, all right, we'll give them 20 all in tip and everything. This dude picks us up out front in a taxi cab station wagon and the rear view mirror goes from the front left of the windshield all the way, you ever see those? All the way across, all the panels, all the way across. There's a guy in the front seat, we don't know who the fuck that is, and the three of us slide in the back. We don't know if we're paying for his ride, we don't know if they're buddies, we don't know if we're gonna die, we don't know anything. He's got a boombox in the back, big, and it's playing pump up the volume, pump up the volume. Remember that? It's doing it. It's so loud, and he's going like this. You like? We're like, we can't fucking hear. Just get us there. And this dude decides to jump on the shoulder. Now, when I say shoulder, I mean dirt. It was between the driving cars in this lane and parked cars right here, and it's dirt. And he is going 60 miles an hour. We're fucking screaming. We're freaking out. But he wants to get us into town. And it's bumper to bumper spring break all the way. And he's flying. And he gets us into town. We're like, holy shit. And I look out the window. And I say, wow, it's a full moon. This is going to be a weird night. And I open the car door. But I forget. We're in that shoulder. We've been riding in it for so fucking long, it felt like a lane at that point. And I forget that there's parked cars here. And I open this door and I step out and my foot goes right here. And a monster Ford F-150 comes right here, hits my door, bends it up against the driver's door, and then the just the force of the, the sheet metal coming back just boom, boom, just <laughs> all the way down this dude's truck and destroys it. He makes a right turn. My door falls off. I look at my two friends like, are you all right? And I'm like, did you just fucking see that? Did you see that? And this guy's like, what are you doing? He can't open his door now because there's still some metal left bent up against his. My friend's like, what are we doing? I'm like, we're getting the fuck out of here. And we cross the street and that's when it hit me. I was like, oh my God. It would have been a brutal death. I would have been trapped in that door just beating back down the fucking side. But here I am to take requests like that for Stand Up on the Motherfuckin' Spot. Now that's what you call a long-winded story because I've never told that story on stage. I'll find the beats, I'm recording this too. I'm recording this too. All right, who's next? What do you want to talk about next? Satan. Satan. all right. Um, so when we, I'm, I'm originally from Baltimore. And all right, we'll take that clap. And um what we used to like to do when we were kids, we'd be bored, we'd, it'd be one or two in the morning, we'd love to scare ourselves. And there was this cemetery in Baltimore that was famous for this big black, um, what do you call them, gargoyle, sort of uh, angel statue, and it was called Black Aggie. And if you sat in it and you said Black Aggie three times, you were supposed to die. Like that's what everyone heard, you know you've all heard those, those legends and shit. So we go down into the city, and it's like 2 o'clock in the morning. In this cemetery, no one has any business being in this neighborhood. No one. And we creep in, and there's like five or six of us. And we're, you know, it's fucking scary as shit. It's 2 o'clock in the morning. And we've got little flashlights, and we're in this old-ass cemetery. And, you know, East Coast, Maryland's one of the original 13 colonies. We're seeing fucking grave markers in the early 1800s. And we're like, oh, this is so scary. And then you just see this foggy, like, moonlight over here. And we're like, oh, my God. And it was must. Like, these wings were big as shit. And my friend goes, and he's first. He goes and sits in it. And I'm just so nervous. I'm like, ah, dude, just don't say it. Just don't say it. But say it. Say it three times. You got to say it three times real fast. And he said... Black Aggie, Black Aggie, Black Aggie. And then we heard this, bam, like that. And oh my God, gunshot behind us. We haul ass back to our little Nissan Sentra, okay? We get in the car. It's all steamy because we're sweaty. And my friend writes red rum backwards (laughs) in the steam so that people that pull up next to us can see it. And as he's writing red rum, that hip hop song, the first time we'd ever heard it came out, Murder, She Wrote. Murder. She wrote, Why he was waiting? And we were like, Ah! We just screamed for 20 minutes till we got fucking home. And that was Satan in the car with us. That was Satan in the car with us. What, what's next? Marriage. Yeah, you yelled that one out twice. You really want somebody to talk about marriage. I was in the back. I'll, I'll give it to you then. What kind of marriage? Do you have a specific type of marriage? There's a lot of marriage out there. There's, there's uh, forced, there's bought, there's. You know, business? Do you have a preference for what type of marriage you'd like me to discuss? No. Oh, how about that? Look at that. Flip that one on you. So I get my take. All right. How about? How about uh, polygamy? That's a type of marriage, right? Right? So I know religious, you'll see... Mormons sometimes all have multiple wives. I want to ask you a question. I can't see it because the lights are so bright, but I'm looking in your vicinity. If that was possible for a woman, would you take, let's say, three husbands? You would. You're fired up about it. So are you married right now? No. Maybe that's why you're so gung ho about three. (laughs) Then you'd be like, "Mm, I think I bit off more than I can chew. Maybe literally, (laughs) three husbands. Three husbands is like fucking 30 husbands. You don't want to put up with three fucking guys. You know how disgusting we are? Every guy in here knows how disgusting we are. You want three times that? Just have one husband and two boys. You could groom them up, you know? Um, I don't know. I think marriage is... I'll say this. I'll say this. I grew up, obviously, here in this country, and I'm a product of divorce. Most of my friends are. I think I've read that the, the rate's maybe 50 60%. But I watched that, um, oh, what is the move? the documentary where, it's an Indian documentary where they, uh, they're trying to find him a wife and they're sending, what, you know what I'm talking about? It's so good. You know what I'm talking about? Arranged marriage, anyway. Anyway, every one of them, they're still together. Like, they were made to be together, and they figured it out. Like, oh, yeah, and it's worked. Like, we all sit and go, that is crazy to have to be assigned to somebody like that. And then fast forward 50, 60 years, they're still together. We're on wife number three, four, five. I mean, if anybody wants to hook me up with some arranged marriage shit, let me know. I think it's going to be my way, because I'll tell you what. Everything I've done so far, it has been a big swing and a miss. (laughs) know what I'm saying, girl? Let's talk after the show. I'm available, you know what I'm saying? I could be one of your three. I'm low maintenance. I'm out a lot, you know what I'm saying? All right, I'm I'm Ryan Sickler, that's my time. Thank you.
1: Ryan Sickler, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, you guys having a good time so far? Getting the vibe of the show, feeling it out, getting your suggestions out there, getting more comfortable. I like it. I like it. Give it up for yourselves one more time, guys. Get some energy in this room. You guys are killing it. I'm instilling even more confidence in you guys because you guys are great. Now I'm going to bring up your next comedian. I want you to make it loud for this next guy. He's one of my best friends. Uh, You know him uh, from his special One Shot on Netflix. You know him from Roasting Snoop Dogg. You know him from the hit... Number one live podcast in the world. Kill Tony. Please welcome my brother, Tony Hinchcliffe, to the stage, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah.
0: Fuck yeah. I like it like this. Oh, hi, Jeremiah. Oh, hey. Uh, Is this, this I, I forgot that you sit over there. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Unless you don't want me to. <laughs> no, no, it's cool.
0: No, I like it. I like it. I, I'm just saying, I forgot. For a second, I thought uh, a new audience member walked in, and I'm like, no, nah, there's no way that's possible. And I was right. It was you. It was me the whole time, man. <laughs> it's a hot room. Hi, guys. Uh, I feel like we really haven't connected at all yet. I feel like the bad guy already. I feel like you guys don't like me. And I sort of like it that way. So many people are so likable, happy. sometimes I like to I like to get people that don't like me to like me. Yeah, so maybe you not liking me immediately is exactly what I want. I'll take a suggestion now for the love of God. <laughs> No, not you. I fucking know you, dude. This isn't some fan's shortcut to writing a new Tony Hinchcliffe joke. That's not how this shit works for a second. I know you, you sign up for my show every week. Don't be a psychopath, all right? This is a new joke that I'm writing right now for the first time ever, which is what I came here to do. See what I could fucking come up with and this is a new joke called, don't be a psychopath. Oh, you groaned at that. You know this guy? Was that too much? Oh, fuck,
1: man. He he likes (laughs) your old stuff better, dude. (laughs) Anyway,
0: anybody but the human being that knows me. Oh, God. Donald Trump and sex life at the same time. Donald Trump, sex life. My guess is that this guy's fucking a lot. Really is, right? I mean, he's got a fucking hot wife. He gets to do whatever he wants with her. Let's face, let's face those facts, paid for or not paid for. She's gotta take it when she gets it. You can't just walk around wearing gold robes and shit and then not fuck the dick that pays for the robes. You can't not fuck the dick that pays for the fancy shit. Those fucking cheese plates. Yeah, while well, you ladies go and get a fucking cup of fucking Dannon shit yogurt out of the fridge because you want a snack. You know, when, well, can you guess what she's snacking on? The things that you just fucking rationalize in your head. Like, oh, banana's delicious. Is it, is it really... It's fucking peasant fruit, is what it is. It grows right off of fucking trees. Okie dokie. Uh, sometimes I have to really tap into the inner demon to try to, you know, different shit. All right.
1: I feel like uh, <laughs> I, f- I feel like that's a two-way mirror right now, and there's a focus group on the other side of the <laughs> mirror, <laughs> and they're like, "We told this entire audience to not make a noise during all of these stand-up comedian sets. It's ri- oh, they- Let's see what they do." Oh,
0: okay, so you guys were like this before I got here. Good to know. Uh, I'm putting it all together. The I in- like it. it. The energy's
1: been riveting. In this I room. feel like there's.
0: I feel like the study group is on this side <laughs> of the mirror. <laughs> And there's some study group on the other side just cracking up, laughing. They're at some fucking state-of-the-art comedy show called Study Group. Being in a band. I love that, being in a band. Traveling and uh, you know having to communicate with other people—it's not easy. There's many more. It's much easier to be a stand-up comedian. Uh, well, not really. No, that's not true. The. Hmm. It's, oh, it's a, you think it's a got you game, lady. Is that? Did you hear that?
1: Oh, I heard that Wait, energy. What? Hey, I did not train them for this kind of energy. The got you kind you, of energy. Did you put is that it? the LA barbecue woman? Who was that?
0: <laughs> These
1: are evil people
0: in here, Jeremiah. Hey, man. Where did you promote this show? In YouTube comments? <laughs> <laughs> this is fucking <laughs> trollville out there. <laughs> And your suggestions. Ugh. who? Donald who? Trump? Who needs more Donald Trump jokes? Sex, like this this fucking... You? Shut up, lady. You're yapping too much right now. Way too aggressive. Save it for later in the show when everybody's drunk or just soldier horses. Too much energy for right now. I didn't say you said Donald Trump's sex life. I know what you said. I'm a fucking professional comedian. I know what you said. This is your little first fucking comedy show. I do this shit every night. This is nothing to me. This is fucking, this, this this is guinea pig land. you understand? I came here to maybe get a joke or something out of this. Don't freak out at me. Just take a fucking breath. Stop responding every time I stop talking. Breathe. This guy said fucking Donald Trump. You said sex life. I didn't say that it was officially one. Fuck, man. I mean, I've never really, this is like... I do a thing sometimes lately, a new hobby where I have a flight simulator and uh, one of them is on my iPad and you can fly fucking planes and you figure out how to fly the actual commercial planes and uh, you can fly 747 fucking just massive, crazy fucking planes and you learn how to do it after doing it enough. And this reminds me of uh, flying a plane, this set, except sometimes you crash coming right off the fucking runway. <laughs> it actually happens quite a lot because wind is its own crazy thing and wind really decides what the fuck a plane does. So Sometimes it just comes from sideways, its first fucking gust. And it's a fiery fucking plane crash on those big planes. That's a lot of people that just die immediately. They ne- really never saw it coming. I mean, let's face it, every, all the people that are afraid of flying, when are they most afraid? When they hit a cloud not when it happens. Those plane crashes never happen. It's never like, the plane hit a cloud. <laughs> it's fucking gusts of wind, either on takeoff or landing. What was my point again? This was a takeoff, crash on takeoff, and it still is. Next suggestion. Columbus Day. Columbus day. What'd they do? They changed it to something,
1: right? Indigenous oh,
0: got, day. got you. <laughs> fucking got you. <laughs>
1: Who comes to a comedy show to say, I got you? I know. It's unbelievable. <laughs> that's, like, that's like someone stewing all day. God
0: Right here, right here. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, I was just about to start talking about Columbus Day. Uh, there's a lot of pressure right now. <laughs> okay, sure. Go ahead. Probably not much more than I'm able to do as a physical human being. Uh, I mean, AI is gonna replace all of us, right? It really already has. What we do, 50% of the day at least, is decided by what the computer connected to our butt says. I thought about this a lot uh, when Elon Musk was on Joe Rogan uh, a few weeks ago. How many of you saw that by a round of applause? That was the fucking scariest movie I've seen in like 10 years. (laughs) That podcast. So there you go, that one's not bad. It's a one little line. Maybe write a Elon Musk Joe Rogan podcast joke, right? I mean, no, it really is. You know, it's one of those things to where if you mix some things, you know, if you mix like prescription pain pills and alcohol, it's a bad effect. And if you mix uh, pot and that podcast, it's really the same thing. If you smoke pot and watch Elon Musk and Joe Rogan talk about shit, it's really not even Joe. I love Joe. He he created the opportunity for us. But it was really just watching Elon Musk talk. He didn't even hit that fucking joint, by the way. (laughs) That was the most pussy-ass fucking hit of a joint I've ever seen in my life. Just enough to get him in trouble. I feel like this would really, I feel like I really would have had a good set in front of a live audience tonight. I really feel like my beats, my timing, I thought a lot of my ideas were great, my angles. I thought it was great when I wouldn't let you over-talk me because you're so used to it, and just because you don't have a protest sign in your hand right now. Oh, thanks a lot. I had uh, had a lot of fun with you guys here tonight. Um, You know, sometimes everyone survives the plane crash. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Yes.
1: Tony Hinchcliffe, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, what did I say, guys? The positive energy keeps building and building in this room. You can feel it all around you. It's like a warm hug that's happening, and I think all of us are contributing to it. And it feels really nice. Uh, I'm gonna keep the energy going in here because uh, you know we got to keep some kind of momentum going. <laughs> Uh, this next comedian coming to the stage. Uh, she is absolutely one of my favorites to watch. Uh, you know her from Twenty Four. Uh, she's in a couple great movies that are coming out that are out right now, and she's got another one coming out. Please welcome Marilyn Rice. Come to the stage, ladies and gentlemen.
4: <laughs> oh, um, you fucking phone fell. Sorry, I was thinking of Tony Hitchcliff. <laughs> So aggressive. (laughs) (laughs) I did this randomly at home, and um, it wasn't even that, that was crazy. I just did like a little one of those at home, out of the blue, and my 10-year-old son goes, you can't thrust, Mom. (laughs) Like Mandy got in trouble for thrusting at school. And I was like, I can thrust. It's one of my better qualities. But then I thought about it and I was like, dude, a fucking thrust is the opposite of your goddamn flossing. It's just this direction. So take it easy. Why not thrusting? All right, what's the topic? Hurry, hurry before I get tired. Pump night? Crumb night? Prom night. Let's see. First, I thought you said pump night. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Then I thought you said crumb night. You know where my head's at. (sighs) Crumb cake night? (laughs) Why not? Guess what I did the other day? I made a layered coffee cake for the hospitality committee at my son's private communist school. What's up? I was like, sorry, can't be in town. Let me make, this fucking thing had a layer of cake then like a cinnamon layer, then a goddamn cheesecake layer. Do you understand what I'm saying? (laughs) And then like some other crumble that's just like butter and brown sugar, and you whip it up. By the way, the cheesecake was just like tubes of Philadelphia cream cheese, like eggs or something, and vanilla. It was fucking delicious. It was heavy, it was super heavy. Just like my prom night. What's up, we're back. (laughs) That's how you transition. (laughs) Thought I forgot about it, I didn't. Guess what my prom night was? Me going with a good friend of mine and thinking I was gonna have sex for the first time. And then it was sex of sorts. He came super fast, like within a half a second. (laughs) Like I don't think anyone had ever touched him in any way. Like not even his pants really were like outside, like nothing rubbed against him. He kept everything in arm's length. And then there on my parents' uh, family room floor, it was like, oh, touching them like Bleh. And then that was his penis, Bleh. <laughs> So romantic. And then shortly after that, he confided in me that he thought he was gay. <laughs> what a puzzle. <laughs> Comes too fast, but is gay. (laughs) Trusted me enough to prematurely ejaculate (laughs) and not be straight. Do you understand what I'm saying? Life is complex. It's deep. It's not always what we think it is.
1: Did part of that, did that like build your confidence at all? You're like, I'm so hot, I made him come in like <laughs> 0.5 seconds.
4: <laughs> He's gay, and I made him come. <laughs> <laughs> did it give me confidence? I don't know. <laughs> what do you fucking think, Jeremiah? I think so. I, mean, I moved to you. Los Angeles in my 20s, didn't realize how hot I was. I was like, can I play the Gremlin? And then <laughs> Hollywood was like, yes, you can. Why don't you play the weirdo with no fucking makeup? And the girl who's like too nervous to stand, why don't you do that for 10 years and waste your prime hotness time? That's how much it built my confidence. <laughs> Someone was talking about dosing uh, ayahuasca the other night. I went to this comedy show, like a festival where they had a comedy booth, and I didn't know, it was like day of, I was like, is this promoted? Like, are people, and I'm like, no one got back to me, and I was like, what is this? And I drive to Modesto, and I realized, that's where it was, and I realized why no one was getting back to me, they were in a dirt parking lot like walkie talkies and it was like mostly a rave where there was like a comedy tent. (laughs) And I'm carrying a bag like with my good jeans and boots in it and I was like, what the fuck? It's like adults in um, Cub Scout outfits, dabbing, dapping. (laughs) That's where you uh, heat up really strong weeds that's in wax. Come on. Yeah, dabbing, yeah. You know what, I don't like their attitude. <laughs> I came out here with a positive energy, <laughs> dabbing. <laughs> my babysitters like that too. I left uh, the house tonight. Yeah, I got a babysitter co- to come here, you motherfuckers. <laughs> Chip up, you're at a comedy show. I'm paying someone to be here right now so I can do my dabs in the parking lot. <laughs> I'll take a dab, heat it up, get me fucked up faster. But people, the young people were talking about like, you know, cause that's what you talk about. That's a deep combo when you're fucking 23, you're in a circle and you're like, what was your ayahuasca trip like? No way. And I was interested, I'm playing cool guy now, but I, li- I like that shit, you know? I like like suicide, drug trips, like addict. That's always a good conversation. Um, But on the other hand, uh, the one guy said to me, like, would you do it or something? And he's like, he goes, you have to be really lost to do it. And for the first time in my life, guys, I was like, I am not lost, I don't need to do that. (laughs) Dab, I mean, I might need to do it after this set here tonight, cause I feel like I'm in a K-hole right now, what's up? (laughs) guys, it's just a little rave talk. Uh, (laughs) Standing in line for the uh, falafel wrap was all they had left, and this guy in front of us, he was a scary dude, he was like, he looked Samoan. I'm not trying to racially profile, but I guess I am. Um, But he was big and he had like face tattoos. He was super friendly, everybody was really friendly at the rave slash comedy tent falafel (laughs) dust bar uh, bug parade I, there was a frog on the ground i saw a frog i'm getting sidetracked i don't need you guys for fucking topics at all turns <laughs> out so the guy in front of me he was like i'm going to go out of line i got to go check in with my girl and i just did some just did some k and so then he comes back in the line after a while it was a really long line it was the only food truck open and he's like I'm at the top of the ninth inning. Like, he had just done another line of ketamine. And then the guy I was with, my new rave wave friend, uh, Nick, he pulled out his phone just, like, real innocently to, to, like, go, like, look at the time. He goes, oh, my gosh, it's 830, and, like, you're peaking already. And on his phone was a picture of Alaska with a road and, like, uh, snow on either side of the road, you know, like trees, like a beautiful winter scene. And he pulls it up to look at the time, and the guy goes, whoa, look at that. It's one line of ketamine and one line of Coke. I'm like, dude, is, how do you see that when you look at that picture? And then, like, he finally gets up to the front of the line. Oh, oh, the other thing he said about it, he goes, yeah, I like this vibe here. Do you like how I just made him my Valley Girl? <laughs> like, no, he's like the big guy. He's like, yeah, I, I like the vibe here. Uh... Cause you know, everybody's cool and we're just at this campground in Modesto and there's no security. Like at the club, it's like, you know, security's always like, you, get the fuck out of here. So I like it here. <laughs> I was like, hmm, I wish there was more security here. That um I want you to have them to have the ability to kick you out if you're falling down a K-hole and you don't know what's happening. Um so he gets up to the front of the booth, and he cannot order, because <laughs> he just snorted bunch of K And he's just like, uh, like really thinking about it. And then the girl has lost her voice. So she's like, we have a falafel wrap. And there's music pumping in the food trucks. He's like, we also have a lamb, and we have a falafel rap. And the guy's just like standing here and then he finally just wanders away and then we get up there and she was like, yeah, that was hard. (laughs) The comedy show is powerful, as you can imagine. It's kind of like you guys if you were like mellow and sweet and had done drugs all day. (laughs) You guys are kind of like, we had to work, our time is limited, we're sort of uptight, we can't drink that much, and what the fuck is this show that we're in? That's your vibe. We should all go to Modesto tonight and microdose some shit. Um, what's one more topic? I got the light, but I don't. I feel like I didn't take any topics. I'm gonna do this topic in like two seconds. Go. Teriyaki.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> Did you say teriyaki? I love it. Yeah, I heard her. You know why I don't wanna uh, talk about turning 30? Let's talk about turning fucking 40, you goddamn assholes. That's right, bitch, that's right. Um, Turning 30? God bless you, that's so cute. Maybe when you're 30, you'll stop talking about your ayahuasca trips and get a fucking goddamn clue. No, um... Do you want like advice or (laughs) fucking break up with him and stop doing coke, (laughs) that's all I can say. (laughs) All right, thanks a lot. You guys are amazing.
1: Marilyn Rice, come everybody. Yeah, we're building, you feel it? It feels good in here. It's just an injection of joy that just came through the stage. It was amazing. One more time for Marilyn Rice Cup. <laughs> Your next comedian to come to the stage, one of my favorite improvisers and stand-up comedians. He's got uh, multiple comedy specials out. You may soon him on Portlandia. Please welcome Moshe Kesher to the stage, everybody. Yes! <laughs>
6: All right, huh? I don't know what these other comedians are talking about insulting you guys as an audience. You guys are a great audience. Yeah, you guys are fucking. You guys rule. You guys, big big time laughers. Very generous with your laughter. You guys are cool. Cool guys. You audience, my fave. Let's keep that energy rolling, rolling right along, to, because this is here's a podcast episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, don't touch that dial, listener, because you're about to get I'm about to come comedy in your face yeah. right now. <laughs> comedy in the I face. I got a fat load built up, of <laughs> comedy, right. of of, 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 co- of laughs, okay, of, yeah, of of fucking laughter. Come, oh, yeah. And I'm about to fucking splurt it. Splurt. Yeah. I'm about to ski. Uh, I'm about to skype, skype. I'm about to, I'm about to skype. skype. I'm about to later, Skype. I'm about to Skype into this podcast I'm, yeah, right dude. now. Uh huh. Yeah. And be like, duh, duh. wait, what's the sound that Skype makes? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, okay, that's it. I almost <laughs> went. Duh, duh, dun, duh, dun. That's <laughs>
1: how much I know about footballs. I think it's Skype, the Sports Center theme. Is that what it is? Yeah, that's the Sports I thought Center. It was theme.
6: Monday. What's Monday Night Football?
1: Oh, uh, maybe that's Monday Night Football.
6: Uh, any man here? <laughs> This one's for you. No, I'm taking a uh, knee. Uh, uh, there we go. Hell yeah! I made a political anti-Trump physical joke that no one will know about, but but the people who are here in this intimate, awesome crowd.
1: Yeah. yeah!
6: Hell yeah. Coach
1: T, did you manage to find that clip that quickly? Oh shit. <laughs> Wait, that's a different. Is that different? That's wa- oh, oh that's Monday night. I've been watching a
6: lot of ballers, so now I feel like I know a lot about football. But mostly, I know a lot about um, the Rock's smile lines. He's got, like a per- he's so perfect, isn't he? Um, well, how- so how does this this works? By you telling me things, right? The nights, and I, and I, I straight, and I straight up go off on them. Uh, I don't care any topic. I'll just, I'll bust it. A- uh, what's up? Has anyone done that trick yet? Not yet. Yeah, you. He, what? He said evolution. Evolution? evolution. I, don't, I talk about the truth in my comedy. That's, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When you get to your truth, everybody knows. If you've watched even one television program uh, centered around the lifestyle of stand up comedians, which there cannot be enough, uh, you will know that every great comedian uh, really blossoms when they get on stage and they stop telling jokes and they just start telling the truth. You know what I mean? It's like joke and no one laughs and then joke and no one laughs and then joke and no one laughs and then you're like, I was molested by my father. (laughs) And then an agent is like, Oh, that was wow, brilliant, baby. That's what it's about. So I'm not gonna discuss evolution on a stage built on truth. You know what I'm saying? It's like why would I bring another man's lies? My brother was once in a in a sem- My brother's a rabbi and he was once in in seminary in this really religious seminary. I'm only talking to you cuz I only know you, Jeremiah. Yeah. But I've never I've never performed in front of an audience before, so I'm terrified of you. But I know this person. Yeah, yeah So, my, my brother was in se- in seminary in this really hardcore like super religious Jewish yeshiva and uh, it's ca- called yeshiva that's um that's a, a word for uh, where they count the money. It doesn't matter. So <laughs> So he was reading uh, Lord of the Rings, and uh, this other seminary student came up to him, and he's like, what is this? What is this book? And he's like, I'm just fucking J.R.R. Tolkien, Lord of the Rings. And the guy goes, oh, I would never read fiction. Fiction? Why would I want to read another man's lies? <laughs> <laughs> I just always thought that was the most like disturbing <laughs> picture of religiosity. Um, but evolution, evolution's a trip, y'all, because it's like, you go, okay, you got, it's like, you go to the Canary Islands, right, and you got a finch with one kind of beak, and then you look, down the island, it's another kind of beak, I'm like, how they get different beaks over here? Get me back on the beagle, let's ride, bitch. <laughs> this was Ghetto Darwin. This has G- been a, another <laughs>
1: installation of Ghetto Darwin. I love that character, Ghetto Darwin. <laughs> Ghetto Darwin. Man, I'm
6: going to drop some knowledge
1: on you. Now hold up. What hold up? up.
6: All right, we came from monkeys, hold y'all. Up. I'm looking. It's like, there's got to be some kind of selection in here. But what kind? It seemed natural, though. It seemed I'll natural. It natural.
1: Okay, okay. It's the right kind.
6: <laughs> but now, hey, anyway, it's like, man, you know, I'm a street hog, baby. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, on these streets? On these streets where I'm from, dog, it's like if you don't knuckle up, you get knuckled down, you feel me? Yeah. And so it's like, how do I survive in these streets? Well, I gotta get fit, baby. Survival of the fittest, dog. That's why I'm in the yard lifting weights every day. This got racist. Everybody's uncomfortable. Let's move along. New topic. <laughs> uh, but uh, but I had one more. I had one more. Okay, go ahead. All
1: right, I'll take you home to my place. Why don't I show you my big bang theory in my bedroom? You know what I'm saying? Okay, okay. there's a reason
6: that one didn't work too. Yeah, to uh, Jeremiah. Uh, yeah okay, tell you yeah. Why. That's totally fine. I just no, it it's there. not that it wasn't funny. Mm-hmm. It was funny, but it was scientifically grossly inaccurate. Because okay. Darwin had nothing to do with the Big Bang Theory. He oh, did not. Oh, okay. No, that's fucking uh, Kunal. Uh-huh. Uh, it's Chuck Lorre Productions, and it's uh, <laughs> it's uh, Blossom. You remember Blossom? I remember Blossom, yeah, yeah, yeah. One yeah. of the boyfriends from Roseanne right, right, and right. Jim Parsons. So okay. Don't, well, I don't even know why you're bringing Darwin into this. I just, this. you
1: know, I'm, I'm just mixing the streams
6: there. Okay.
1: Two comedians raising... How about how about I
6: raise you one comedian and it's the 1980s comedy classic Three Men and a Baby? IMDb, that shit. Youngster, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Steve Gutenberg, the best of the Bergs. Tom Selleck, twist, he went into an NRA area later in life, but I still like the mustache. And also, another actor that I don't remember. It was Ted Danson, who's in The Good Place now, which I was recently in. A star is born. It is me. Fuck you guys, man. Oh, no, wait. I don't mean that. I mean, I love you guys, man.
1: Yeah. He's learning. It's almost like it's almost like he figured out survival of the
4: fittest. Oh, okay, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, oh, 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 oh.
6: <laughs> Hammer time. Now, uh, two comedians raising a baby. Oh, that's like my life. That's no joke. I'm doing physical stuff right now. They're laughing at it. All right. Um... Uh, what about uh, what about you, Miss? What do you have a topic for me? Beer. That feels. This feels like a not a great time for comedy. Beer related comedy. Do you know what I'm talking about? I sort of feel like <laughs> like this isn't really an area for beer jokes. You know what I'm saying? Kavanaugh situation. All right. I thought that would get a thing, and it got a nothing. <laughs> no, that's fine. Um, beer. I used to. I, I don't drink. I haven't drank. I haven't drunken. I haven't been drunk it's been a minute <laughs> like 30 minutes though <laughs> it's, been, no, uh, it's been a minute i haven't had a drink i haven't had a drink in 24 years wow and look how young yeah you're right you're right Taboo. you're right Taboo. you fucking bully bitch motherfucker i'm gonna go downstairs and drink tonight because of that and then what did anyone see a star is born not yet is it good uh, yeah, but you know what happens at the end? A crazy thing. No, I'm kidding. That'd be, that'd be <laughs> such a bad a podcast episode.
1: Uh,
6: when I drank, when I drank, what did I drink? What? You've been to a comedy show before. You, you've seen the old Johnny Carson. What did I drink?
1: What?
6: Yup. <laughs> That's like the updated version of how drunk was he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I drank strictly. Uh, whatever gangster rappers rapped about is what I would drink.
1: That's what you seek out.
6: I just that's what was in my mind. So I would drink top of the line wine, Carlos Rossi. I would drink Saint Ides. Uh, I would drink uh, gin and juice because of my man Snoop. Yeah. I would drink Mad Dog 2020, um, Cisco, you know as they called it, cu- liquid crack. And uh, what else? Old not, English. Not the
1: thong song guy. Uh,
6: no, not that. I would okay. drink Cisco's Come though. Yeah. I would take yeah. that thong down. <laughs> okay. And I would le- he would let me see that come. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, and then I, but the only thing I wouldn't drink was Mickey's, because that was for, for white kids. I didn't fuck with that. So <laughs> right, what, what, what else? Oh, I'm doing it by selection now, right? Natural selection. Yep. I'll just naturally select you. Yes, sir. Stoners? Stoners? Um, I like a stoner. I have a, a hierarchy of drugs because I'm, I'm like I said, I'm a sober person. Maybe not for long after that guy went off, but uh, I have a hierarchy of pe- pleasant to be around in terms of drug use. Uh, does anybody want to guess number one worst? Number one worst, worst kind of dr- of of intoxicated to be around. anybody? It's alcohol with a fucking bullet, with a hard bullet, 100%. Such a huge bullet, like a really drunk person. You know what's fucked up and awful about a really drunk person is that they they miss every social cue (laughs) except the part where you're like, I actually am not liking this interaction, they immediately pick up on that. Like, fuck you, motherfucker. But every other hint that I laced along, like, I really got to kind of, actually, I got to get going, got to, wife and kids, a life, a breath uh, breath situation, a little bit, they don't, none of that. But the moment you're like, this is actually making me uncomfortable, like, you want a fucking box, bitch? (laughs) So that's, number one is alcohol with a bullet. Somebody else said, number two, uh, it was Cocaine, 100% cocaine. I would say number two, cocaine. Because meth, at least with meth, at least with meth, yes, they'll talk a lot, but they'll talk about like ideas, and they'll build things. If you have like a project, <laughs> if you have something wrong with your car or anything like that, they're down to like, wrench on your car, build an extra bench on the back. Coke, it's just like, oh, did I tell you about me? Have I told you about me? I've been doing all this me stuff, and me has been, it's been cool for me because I'm me and me and me, and then me, and I'm awesome. And my brain, you know what I think? My thoughts go like this. So it's coke for sure. Then I'll go with meth. Number the, number three. Uh, okay, so that's three. Okay, number four, I get. Uh, I guess uh, I would say heroin. I don't really consider heroin. Heroin's actually probably the best one because. <laughs> That's just like, you're spending time with yourself. You know what I mean? Like That person's not there, they're sleepy. They're not, it's like, what's upsetting about seeing somebody sleep next to you? I think it's cute, actually. I think heroin and the entire opioid epidemic is adorable. But so, (laughs) so i'll do f- i'll do heroin then then i'll do stoners i think stoners are are, are awesome they're just regular I, d- I don't even really feel like they're i mean they're like regular but a little bit of spicy fun and to me the best is for sure like psychedelics like there's nothing better than hanging out with somebody on psychedelics cuz it's like you know if i get close enough and like if i if i eat your breath like i i get high you know what i mean like my mind <laughs> but you guys have made me high because of what a great audience you've been and I've been Moshe Kasher. Thank you. I love you.
1: Moshe (laughs) Kasher! Guys, do you hear that? Do you feel that? The decibels keep rising here. Get out, get going! Please welcome to the stage one of my besties, Brian Redband. guys. Come on! Yes! Hey.
2: Uh, okay. I got two stone today, so this is going to be really fun. I looked upside down on my bed and just like imagine a fake world on my ceiling. You know where you have like the step over things that, you know, that's on your ceiling. You ever done that? All right, let's go. You. Cats. Ah. Uh. You know, I used to be a big cat guy, like my whole life, cats, my whole... Until you get cat pee. The worst thing about getting cat pee, it never goes away. No matter what you go on Amazon, what you buy, vinegar, salt, pepper, whatever the fuck it is, you're never going to make the right thing to make that smell go away. And I used to date girls, and they would have to come to my house, and the only way to get it off my couch was to, like, overinvest... And every kind of powder and spray, like like free breeze, like I I would like amp, like crack a free breeze like over my thing and just pour it all, all over my couch, and then just take like carpet powder and like just th- everything. And so when they would sit down, this little poof of carpet powder would come down. Fuck cats, you know, like I like my. I'm sorry. Like, I, I grew up always having a cat. I used to be the best cat guy ever. But the, it, that cat pee, there has to, like, w- f- all right, after cancer, figure out cat pee, all right? <laughs> like, <laughs> because, I mean, I want a cat so bad. Like, don't get me wrong. I miss it. When Like, the old cat I used to have, I would put, like, Ben Gay on his paws and, like, <laughs> like give him catnip. And th- those two things together, you'll never see a cat like that. That's the greatest thing. He can't feel his fucking paws. And he's fucked up. He's walking around like it's ice, you know, and there's not it's just carpet, you know, like all right, what's another one? Netflix and chill. Netflix and chill. All right. You mean fingering? Uh yeah. You know, it's weird, like, being sober and trying to finger... That's why I can never be sober. Because there's no way I'm going over to a girl's house. Like, let's watch the new Batman. I'm like, oh, the Bat Girl. You guys see that picture of the Girl today? It was Batman in drag. Yeah. They're like, look at it. It's just Batman with a red wig on, like, fucking Jessica Rabbit or something like that. All right, well, I don't know how I got into that, but... Uh, <laughs> But, I mean, like, uh, like imagine being like sober, like these sober people. Like, I'm sorry if there's a lot of sober people here. It's really hard, blah, blah, blah. You got molested. Fuck off, you know? like.
1: <laughs> Why is that the only option?
2: Fuck you, sober man. <laughs> That's coming from me as sober guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, look how heated he's getting. Because he's missing out. Because I have no idea. If you were single, Jeremiah, and you were at the Applebee's, and you had a couple margaritas in you, you could finger a girl. But if you're at the Applebee's during a, like a lunch service, like you will never be able to finger that girl with no alcohol.
1: You're, you're changing the scenario. Though I have no idea one. what you're talking no, about. No, no. <laughs> like, the first one, you're like, dude, if you're in an Apple. And then the second one's like, all right, it's 11 o'clock in the morning. You're at a bar with a girl. Can, you can't finger her sober. You got to get some
2: alcohol in. Yes, you. math. That's why no <laughs> one likes math. <laughs> That's all funny. right what's another subject water parks. water parks all right the water parks are awesome like i i miss the day of not being fat as fuck and where i like hairy and these big areolas and shit like that i can't i can't go to a pool party or a water park anymore back in the day i didn't care i was fucking no boner to brian you know like and my favorite thing was going to a water park and there was this part where you could stop yourself. So when your friend's coming, he stops. He goes, hey, Brian, let me through the, you know, the, this, this curve. And then this fat woman would come. And then I'm, right when I see her come around the corner, I'm like, bye. <laughs> and he would just get fucked. It was like a cannonball. It was the best thing. That's what I miss about water parks, is knowing every loop and everything. Because you just get dropped off there by a divorced mom every day, you know? All right, what's another one? Halloween. Halloween, all right, good one. You know, I last year I, I spent $300 on Amazon Prime and I was pickle Rick and it took a lot of money and makeup and it was crazy. The, the year before, I was Indiana, jo- fat Indiana Jones. <laughs> I had to buy everything 2XL and uh, But it was like I just started dating a new like little Asian girl, and she was like seven. I mean, I adopted her at 17. She's 18 now. (laughs) But I bought her like the exact like like uh, like short round hat like from the movie on eBay, and and she was my little short round 18 year old girl. It's great. This year I was gonna be fat Deadpool, and uh, I got Facebook scammed. Like there was this video like look at this costume it's like 30 bucks right now and I waited and I waited and it came finally from China and I opened it up and it was the worst Deadpool costume like it was supposed to have leather boots and shit like that this was literally like like pajamas like uh, like yoga pants that you could see through and and like it was the worst like I might do it still but I like like <laughs> But I think I threw it away. Like, like it was disgusting. All right. Yeah. Uh, Rick and Morty. I love Rick and Morty. I don't know. There's nothing funny about that. Uh, <laughs> car. Fire service? Car, service, car service. All right. I used. I grew up. I. I for my whole life until I moved to L. A. I I fixed my own car. I turned, you know, I replaced alternators, like brake pads, oil, like I replaced an engine. My first car was a Renault Alliance and it was a 1984 Renault Alliance. I bought it for $1 from my cousin. I don't even think I gave her a dollar. It was for tax reasons or something. And it was so beat up, and my dad taught me how to like fucking like re plaster it and like repaint it. And it was like a cool thing. If it's like fuck matchbox cars or whatever, I'm actually making my own car. It's really sweet. But when you move to LA and it's like 20 bucks, like what the fuck? Fuck you, dad. Like that's the dumbest lesson I've ever learned. Like, don't pay 20 bucks. Do it yourself. Fuck off. I postmates every day. Like, I don't know about you guys, I postmates so hardcore. I wish they had, like, a program, though. Like, the more you postmates, you get free postmates.
1: <laughs> That's the most f- first
2: world-class problem I've <laughs> ever heard.
1: <laughs> Guys, you, you know, we all need to start a petition. Where if you, if you, you postmate every day.
2: Jeremiah, we, we, we do a other podcast together called Kill Tony. And every time there is a Postmates person, or whatever, Uber Eats, or whatever the fuck it is, we always ask them, I always ask them the same yeah. question Do you ever eat from the bag? All of them have said yes. Doesn't that fucking freak you out? Yeah. Their poopy, itchy butthole fingers are touching your curly fries. Uh, first of all, why do they all have poopy fingers? Because they're Uber <laughs> drivers itching their butt all day. They're sitting on their ass. Their hemorrhoids are popping out. It's like sitting on a bubble. Don't you s- have I been up enough like, like <laughs> uh, one more suggestion I guess <laughs> all right one more suggestion burning man. Burning, man. <laughs> burning man fuck burning man like are you a burning man person have you ever been a Burning burning man? Exactly, you know what? I went to a festival this weekend. I'm not gonna say what it is, because I'm a big fan of them, but the, the festival was a stage on one side, a stage on the other side, and in the middle, just a bunch of concrete. There was one part where if you were 21 or over you can drink in this little section. There was no seats or chairs except seven benches throughout the whole place. I'm 44. Do you know what the fuck I did? I walked in I was like, what the fuck? Where do I stand? What do I do? Like there's nothing here except one shitty band over here and one shitty band over here. Like I was in the middle. Like uh, now that's stuck in the middle with you like like I was looking at my girlfriend I was like, we got to get the fuck out of here. Like we stayed there for an hour and a half. There's nothing funny about that, right? Uh, what's something else? I don't want to talk about that anymore. Breaking down with old cars. Breaking down with old cars. All right, another car thing. Anything up? Getting fired. Getting fired. All right, I'll tell you a great joke. This is actually a real story about getting fired. I used to work at Hollywood Video. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, where's my Hollywood Video bitches at? Fuck Blockbuster. (laughs) All right. (laughs) I don't know what that was about. But, uh, so uh, I was uh, supposed to be assistant manager at Hollywood Video, and I worked there for one and a half hours and I was like, there's no fucking way I'm ever working at this place. Like, the, the, we had three employees that day. We had the general manager who was this woman that was just the most dumbest person I've ever met in my life. Like, or like, like she was so fucking stupid. Like, like, she would point at movies and go, I don't know what's going on with this, and then I'm like, "What are you talking about? That's Wayne's World. Like, 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 is that confusing you? Like, wh- all right. Anyways, let's let's cut. So, hour and a half a- after this job, I was like, "You know what? I need to get the fuck out of here. How do I do this? I'm like, "Can I go take a smoke break? Oh yeah, you could go out front around the corner. And I'm like, "All right. I, I just got in my car and I left. And uh, this was, this was a time of my period where I had no money. I was donating plasma just to buy weed and pay for rent. And I would use my roommate's ID and do it twice more than I'm supposed to do it. Like, plasma, you know? <laughs> Yikes, what was I doing? I was, that was because weed was so expensive. And it was like, like now you could get it for free. You just fucking become a YouTube celebrity or something, right? Anyways, I quit that job, but I was so broke, and I was about to get evicted. And then I get a page from on my pager, at the time I had a pager, (laughs) and it was Hollywood Video. And I called them back, and they go, hey, uh, you got, like, paycheck here. Like, I don't know if you want to pick it up or something. I'm like, ah, fuck that. I was there for an hour and a half. I don't want to get 20 bucks. I'm like, That's embarrassing to go to a Hollywood video after you left to get 20. But then I was that poor that I was like, you know what? I need that $20. <laughs> <laughs> that steak and shake or something like that, right? So I went there, and the... The whole staff had been fired. No one, like, this is a whole new staff. They were all new people. Like, and they just go, here you go. And they give me an envelope. I opened it up. It was four paychecks. It was, four paychecks for a salary for an assistant manager for four months. Like, it was like (laughs) thousands of dollars. And I was like, what? And so I went to every Big Bear, like, like Big Bear Bear used to be a grocery store. I went to their, like, to check, you know, you go to a grocery store to check your, like, sketchy checks, you can get them cash there. And I went to four different grocery stores. All right, that's my time. (laughs) I'm Brian (laughs) Redmanis.
1: Ryan Redband! <laughs> Dude, that that story is so funny, Redband. <laughs> Like, it, it sounds totally so old school. Like, back in my day, I used to have to sell plasma for marijuana. <laughs> it's like, what? What century did you grow up in? We had just found it with the cavemen. We found it next to the brush. Your next comedian coming to the stage. Um, uh, what can I say about this guy? Uh, he's from Chicago. I love him. Uh, he. Uh, you may have seen him uh, or heard him on uh, the Joe Rogan Experience. Uh, he's been on uh, Showtime. Uh, he has a comedy special. It's great. It's also on Showtime. Showtime, please welcome my pal
3: Andrew Santino to the stage.
1: Yeah.
3: Busta Rhymes, man. What a fucking great song that was uh, when rappers used to still rap. Um, Where did that go? Where did all that jazz go, Coach T? Where did all that good old, fun, cool, black guy stuff go to? Now it's all shitty, mumble. Tattoo face. Tattoo face, people. Yeah, tattoos on your face. That's cool, right? No, nope. it's not at all. It's the opposite of cool. It's the dumbest goddamn shit I've ever seen in my fucking life. It's on your face. It's your fucking face.
1: You don't have a backup, you don't have a backup plan, though, if, uh, if you do that. You're you going, don't have you're any plan. You put
3: tattoos on your fucking face. <laughs> you're a fucking moron. Somebody in here, if you have a tattoo on your face, you're a fucking idiot. So say it right to your face with tattoos on it. You're a fucking idiot. It's the dumbest goddamn shit I've ever seen in my life. On your fucking face. There's a guy that has 69 on his, on his face you know that guy? 69 Sakashi. Right? Yeah, it's all over his face. Yeah. What, are we, what, what are we talking about? <laughs> what are we talking about? That's going to be my prediction for America. <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys, what are we talking about? 69 on his fucking face. When he's, when he's like, well, see, that's funny. I was going to say when he gets old and he's like a grandpa, and it's like, but that kid's going to die young, so it doesn't <laughs> fucking matter. <laughs> I don't know. No, I just, I mean, it's being honest. There's no way the kid's going to live. That's a fuck that kid's, you know, I mean, those people are supposed to die young. If you don't die young and you're one of those people, it's even more depressing. Like, I saw that guy at the gas station last night. I saw an old, like, 70-something-year-old, like, hardcore, tatted-up dudes with, like, uh, Fred Durst socks on. You know, like, uh, remember when Fred Durst would wear, like, knee-high socks with long shorts? Remember that? Remember that? Is anybody anybody old enough to remember that? He would wear knee-high socks with long shorts. So he could have just, pa- just wore pants. But he had that, and he had, like, a, a fucking... Um, God, what was it? Uh, it was a it was a basketball jersey, but not a basketball team. That was cool. And like in like '96 was like yeah, like Fubu made basketball jerseys uh-huh. or um, Jinko Jeans made basketball jerseys. But he wore a jersey, but but he was tatted up all over his neck, and he was uh, filling up gas in this in this like really old sad car. It just made me really sad. I was like, he thought he was gonna fucking die young, but not. He lived forever, like <laughs> <laughs> like all of his buddies. <laughs> Died in their 30s partying, and he's just fucking stuck around. <laughs> what if that guy's got to be so bummed the fuck out? Why didn't I die? I think I want to die. I think I want to die relatively young. I either want to die, I, I want to die relatively young, or I want to die. I want to be like 140. You know, I want to be fucking gross old, like weird. Where like my like a f- arm will fall off in the middle of the day. And the technology's so good, they just put it back on. Like we gotta keep him alive. He's the oldest fucking ginger we have. That's it. <laughs> he's,
1: he's the last one. He's the la-
3: the remaining ginger. He's a dinosaur. The
1: sun became so
3: strong because of the atmosphere. <laughs> yeah. He is the last surviving ginger. Imagine I get I get burnt inside a house. <laughs> the sun rays are so strong. I'm getting like burnt through the. I can't be near windows. I'm the I'm a van- I'm, I'm the future of vampires. This is what vampires. All right, who has a thing? Who has any of the things that have the thing? Did I set you off with me being mean about tattoo faces? I thought that was a pretty... That's great. The, I figured that would be a the, kind of a... The
1: gingers become vampires in the future?
3: We are the vampires that you talked about. Yeah, they just that was just like a... That was an allegory for gingers. That's <laughs> you, really what it was.
1: Your teeth sh- start getting sharper because you're, you're, you're like whittling away at food. Well, because we
3: grind our teeth because we're mad we can't be outside. <laughs> I'm just angry about it. Yeah, I want to yeah. go outside! I grind my teeth and then... You know, I start eating. Well, I, when you think about it, um, did do, did Dracula did he ever suck the blood of men or was it only chicks? Was he so fucking perv? Was he a perv? I don't know. I was drac Dog a perv? Does anybody know if D Man was a perv? Was Box Scott a, a perv? I don't know cool if it was nickname? across
1: the board or if it was just like. But hot, I always hot remember
3: Ivan to suck your blood was to a woman, wasn't it? Always yeah. to a pretty girl. Uh huh. Fucking. He'd get never, me, me too today. <laughs> never like a. a Dracula on a Me Too case. Yeah, he's like, "What? She was right there. I. She looked delicious."
1: (laughs) There's like an elevator operator named Clark that's like, "I'm right here. I've been here the whole time. You
3: you could've, you could've sucked my blood. I mean, you know." I work in your house, Dracula. I work in your castle. Yes, but you're fat and ugly. I like skinny girls. (laughs) Dracula was a fucking perv, dude. It was a perv. Take that one home with you. It, it Tattoo it, removal? Dude, I have a friend that is going through the process right now, and if anybody in here has gone through it, they know. They're like, buy a package, and you got to come 20 times. And then he comes 20 times, and they're like, it's probably going to need, like, 15 more times. And then he comes again, they were like, 10 to 12 more times. And then he went back, and they were like, you're going to need 50 more times. I mean, he keeps going, and it doesn't, and he can't, like, it's just, when you have such a, um, a veiny cock drawn on your uh, tattooed on your arm... Now, whatever it was, whatever lame decision he made, he wanted to get off, and, it, and he's told me it's more painful off than on. That's what I've, everyone has said. So you might as well stick to it. I don't have any tattoos. I have nothing against tattoos. S- uh, s- uh, a- a- you know, asterisk on your face. That's the only one I care about. But you can have them all over your body. I think they're chill. I wish I got them. I just never, I never enjoy, I just, tattoos to me were like, what am I gonna get? You know what I mean, like, I, use, I, lo- I used to like 311. Like, what if I had that tattoo? <laughs> See what I mean? Like that is what am, am I gonna be that guy, that on his on my calf? That's like whatever, dude. I used to party. I don't want to be that guy with a three. Ele- I don't know. I never loved anything that much. I barely got married. I'm married, I, and I th- and that was such a fucking bad idea too. So I was like, I don't I don't like commitment. I hate commitment. So tattoos are forever. At least with a wedding, you can you know marriage, you can be like I'm out. You can just leave. You can't just leave a tattoo. You got to go to the guy and pay him. With a marriage, you can just skip town, up. The, the Just get in your car and roll. The last
1: ginger does not interact well with others <laughs> and also has a 311 calf
3: tattoo for some <laughs> reason. <laughs> dega, 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 you know? Come on, original, you gotta come original. That's what I'm going to do Rise, right I die. I'm going to yell that out. I'm going to go, <laughs> dega, 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 down, down. <laughs> <coughs> Nobody in here remembers 311. like. Dude, four. I do. I freaking love this, man. <laughs> Nick Hexum! They were rappers but they but they were rockers. I can't believe they sold us those. Days. I we, I bit the bait so hard. And the lyrics were terrible. They were really really bad. Can I bring up the lyrics for yeah. fucking a 311? Yeah, nice the the there it is. Yeah. what was the most famous song they did though down right down by 311 down by 311 let's read how fucking let's read how garbage these motherfuckers were I'd love to guys
1: he's gonna read some lyrics from 311 make some noise for Andrew Santino (laughs)
3: right, here we go
1: he's looking it up right now
3: chill light on my side as my ego becomes a funky child with some words on my tongue be like an intake of breath and my mouth gets loose while I scatter my spit I dream of juice let's pause there real quick (laughs) Let's pause there and talk about, and analyze how unbelievably shit that is. <laughs> I b- Intake a breath, my mouth gets loose. While I scatter my spit, I dream of juice. These guys are just fucking so baked out of their head. <laughs> Have you ever made out in a dark hallways, plural. Have you ever made out in a dark hallway, ways, ways, ways? That's how he heard it when he wrote it. Displayed a kiss that made your day or say. <laughs> displayed a kiss you, he shows I show you a kiss no you fucking play a track from your record collection it's your mix congratulations. what is this? We've changed a lot lightning strikes yo we been that violent force of light guaranteed to turn it out as bad dolamite because we're dope kid this is I mean this is really good now that I'm actually reading this Pos. <laughs> But anyway, I don't want to. I didn't want a 311 tattoo. Actually, you know what? I really I like 311 more that I found out that um, that the lead singer was gay. I like I like was like oh I like those I like those guys more now because it explained how he was so cute. I was like that guy's way too cute to be in this band. Sometimes guys are too cute. You know what I mean? If they're too cute, they got to be gay. If you're in a band, you're too cute. You're come on out. You're hiding something. Every hot guy in a band is gay. Name a band with a hot guy that's not gay. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, I mean, it happened like Backstreet Boys, sync. All, all gay.
3: All uh-huh. gay. The cutest ones are gay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Justin uh, Timberlake, gay. Uh, what's it, What, uh, 98 you Degrees? Know, corn. You corn? Know, gay? Yeah. All of them are gay? Oh, yeah,
4: gay.
3: Remember those corn rumors when we were in, uh, I don't know how old you guys are, but they were like, it's because one of them sucked the other one's dick and said it tasted like corn. Do you remember that? That was a fucking real... I
1: think that was a Santino family tradition. or something. <laughs> 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 That's our
3: Thanksgiving. Yeah. Where's the and corn? The- it's right here. <laughs> High school rumors were cool. I remember the funny, the coolest one I remember was uh, my buddy, my buddy, uh, my buddy Brian's older brother was like the first guy to like finger a chick, like to touch her, and and he was like cool dude, and I we were all like, what is it like? And he's like, inside of your cheek. He kept saying that it's the inside of your cheek. <laughs> Oh. So I remember going home and like rubbing my cheek and jerking off. I would just be like jerking off, rubbing my cheek. He's <laughs> like, "This is what it's like." <laughs> <You know? laughs> and then he was like, "Then you got to come in your own mouth." And I was like, "All right, if it, it, if it works, it works." You know. So you know, it's comic. So comic segue. So I'm single. You know, no. <laughs> So many fun high school, like the hi, like high school lies that that somehow permeated. Like everybody, what does anybody remember? Like a, f- a funny high school rumor lie that fucking that they were like, oh dude, suck his own dick. Removed his ribs to suck his own dick. Right, I remember that. Yeah, but when I heard that, like I remember everybody was like, oh whoa! And then you turn around and you'd be like, that's awesome. <laughs> Could you do that? That'd be fucking awesome. Like, is that like an
1: elective surgery? You <laughs> yeah. like do you think like my dad's insurance will pay for that <laughs> <Yeah>. or? <laughs> So just these two are going to be gone, right, Doc? Yeah. I don't need like them for anything, do I? Or... What is this? What do you
3: guys <laughs> why? Like, uh, t- like, do you take PPO insurance? Or... <laughs> <laughs> sir? this is Kaiser. Okay, take them all out. Take out all, all my ribs. I'm a roly poly now. <laughs> that was a good one. That for some reason that really got around, and and and, and for and for some reason he, Marilyn Manson is really cool. He like joked about it often in interviews because that got I think that like that was pre-internet. Do you know how crazy that is? That word of mouth was that, like, that wasn't even, that wasn't, that wasn't a that blo- Reddit didn't exist. No. That was just heist, the power of high school rumor is that massive that the whole country could, like, get together and agree. They're like, yeah, he definitely took out his ribs and sucks his own cock.
1: <laughs> That's how strong high school lies are. Do you know how you many know? bros had to yell that from
3: mountaintops to reach <laughs> the, <laughs> the cities around?
1: Yeah. Meryl Manson sucked his own dick,
5: dick. Fuck dick. yeah! Yeah! Dude. yeah.
3: There was a really good, there was a really cool chick in my high school named Natalie Toganis who was so fucking beautiful and like had developed early. She had breasts before anybody else did. And she was dating this kid, Ryan Brown, who was very cool and like old, old cooler than everybody. And uh, the high school rumor with them was, and this is what's so immature about high school rumors, they like make stuff up, but they're just like mean, they're not even cool. It was that she used to suck his cock with, um, uh, with syrup. She would use syrup and like blow him at school with syrup from the cafeteria. And people were like, oh my God. But, like I'm, not, I'm like, I'm 35, and I'm like, that's so fucking awesome, a Natalie Taganus <laughs> to suck syrup off that guy's cock. Like, that's so fucking awesome. <laughs> I think that's incredible when I think about that kind of stuff. We used to be so judgmental because you were just, like, scared of your truth. I think then you can become an adult, and you're like, okay, with all your sexual weird, uh, your sexual miscomies. I think we're learning that now publicly. A lot of people are fucking coming out with all their weird shit. A lot of people are coming out with all their weird shit. You just have to make sure your weird shit isn't as weird as going to jail. You know what I mean? Like, whatever your weird stuff is, if you just like to eat, you know, like, if you like to eat butthole, you know, in a dark room, it's like, as long as it's consensual butthole, it's like, I think I'd just go down the checklist of, like, could I go to jail for any of this stuff? Sometimes I look at porn, and I... Sometimes I get scared when I jerk off to porn because I look at it, and I'm like... You know when it's, like, teen... like. Teen, whatever says teen, I'm always like, teen is such a vague. I just I'm waiting for me to click on it, and the feds to bust in and be like, she's 16 i thought <laughs> she was eighteen? I don't know. <laughs> really, that's the last teen number you can be, except nineteen, and they don't exist. <laughs> in porn, it's always eighteen. They're never like, I just once, I want one girl to be like, I'm nineteen, and they're like, really? You sure you're not eighteen? She's like, oh, I am, you know. <laughs> You're right. I'm 18. Cause 19, is, 19 in porn isn't a thing. 18 is the only teen they can be. That's so weird to me. That, that there's that we just like they focus on that fucking number. But now in porno, there's all these like brother, sister, step brother, step. Do you see this? It's ravenous. It's like very odd. Everybody must be seeing this. If you watch pornography, if you open up Pornhub now, it like literally the first couple will be like stepdad and whatever and best friend and stuff, and then like kinky stepmom and. It's gross, but it's like, you know. Man, I gotta give it a shot. I do, I will jerk off to that stuff. I'm, I'm gonna, I'll be the, I, like, it, like, I definitely will. It's like, cause at some point, it's just narrative. I, if the, if, if the scene is hot, I'm gonna come to it. It's not I don't I don't like I don't get off on like daddy, that stuff that, it's not that. It's just like if this if it whatever it is looks hot. Like this one I jerked off yesterday was like stepdad, um, and it was like stepdad, and she's like, Mom's gone, so we're gonna have a sleepover and do whatever we want, you know? And these two chicks are like playing around in like a fake tent they made in the living room, and the one girl is like, Oh my god, my like my tits out and she's like, Oh, whatever. And then they start like Sucking, t- she started sucking her tit, and I was like, "Yeah, it seems totally logical." I get, like, I get that. And stepdad comes in, and he's like, "What are you guys doing?" And she's like, "I don't know." And he's like, "Ha, ha it's, it's so funny how fast, how fast it gets there. Um, okay, one more, and then I'm supposed to go. I have to get out of here. One more, one more fun one, and then I gotta go. Go. Ariana Grande, Pete Davidson. Ariana Grande, Pete Davidson. Um, good for one of those people. I mean, you, you, you pick which one. No, I think it's a great move for Pete Davidson. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's a great pol- career move <laughs> to slide up that ladder. I think it's always weird when you like, want to date someone because you know them publicly. I've never been comfortable with that. I think that's very odd. To fuck someone famous is fun to be like, oh, I would love to fuck this person. And then you meet them and you can, and that's cool. But to like marry them is very weird to me. Because your vows are like... I knew from the moment I saw you on MTV that I loved you. <laughs> it's like, well, how in love are you with this person that everybody loves? Um, what, was the la- what was the other one? What was that? Right. Shook Knight. Going away, f- right? Yeah. For how long? 20 years. 28, dude. That, that, oh, no, he won't last that long. There's no fucking way. <laughs> There's no way. He'll get out. That guy will find a way. People like that find a way to get out of fucking everything, you know? Like, I feel like Shook Knight's the kind of guy, he's lasted this long not going to prison they're not gonna hold that motherfucker down. He's gonna Shawshank Redemption his way out of there. I can see him getting stuck in one of those poop pipes because he's so big. Anyway, Bill Cosby's in jail, which is very chill. But he's gonna, don't you think he's gonna die? He'll die so, so soon. Like he's not, that's what's a bummer, is like he won't even get to suffer. There was a news report, I think it was fake, it said he got slapped with a chicken cutlet. Did no one see that? Eh, it was funny. Maybe it's just the internet being funny, but I, th- I was like, that's so funny. That's so funny. And apparently in jail they won't let him have any jello. It's just a weird uh, irony. No, he is getting a lot of jello. stuffed in his ass, and he's getting fun. Um, I wish him uh, luck. I wish him luck, Bill Cosby. I, I think uh, I think you know, fucking, he was such a uh, such a piece of shit. So good luck. Good luck in jail. I gotta go. I'm Andrew Santino. Goodbye. Good night.
1: Andrew Santino, keep it going. Keep it going for Coach T on the ones and twos all night, ladies and gentlemen. Keep it going for Brian Redback. Keep clapping, guys. Moshe Kesher, Mary Lynn Ricecup, Tony Hinchcliffe, Ryan Sickler. I've been your host, Jeremiah Watkins. Uh, We're here usually every second Tuesday of the month. Uh, We're going to do some more live podcast recordings soon. Thank you guys so much for coming out. We love you. Have a great night, everybody. Bye.
4: Stand up on the spawn with Jeremiah Watkins. Stand up on stand up on stand up on the spawn.